morning, Monas. <sighs> How are you? I like this that we're calling them Monas now. How do you feel about being called a fellow Mona? What kind of a Mona are you? Are yeah. you a Mona and Groaner? What does Lisa call this? Coffee Groaner? Mon yeah, Lisa calls it moaning and coffee moaning and groaning. <laughs> she always thinks that's what it's actually uh, called. Dina calls it coffee morning. Uh, I know, you've got to stop that, Dina, if you're watching. Uh, Dina's my sister, if you're wondering who we're talking about when we talk to Dina. I took my bra off last night. Yes, he was very annoying last night in a curry night, but the curry was amazing. We all sat and ate it afterwards and it was delicious. So if you missed our live curry night last night, of course it is uploaded, so watch it. Yeah, what kind of moan are you? I, I recently found out that I have Libra rising, okay, the balancer, okay? And my God, I hear myself do it 500 times a day. Whatever I moan about or whatever is negative, I always go, yeah, but also... You know, we could say, I'm that kind of a moan. I moan and then I immediately reverse. I'm, because I have Scorpio right, I was asking Christos the other day about whether there was any animal in the, or creature other than the human that kills itself, that commits suicide mm. other than humans. And God awful realisation struck me mid 18th coffee was the Scorpio. Oh, really? The Scorpio can and often does kill itself, doesn't it? Um, so, what, it stings itself? So I think I'm the kind of moaner who self-destructs. Mm. I moan myself to death. Yeah, you do. You moan... I you destroy me. Yes, you do. You, and take, you, and take you the destroy yourself. Down. And you, if you get into... Like, if you get on that tack, yeah. you can't stop. Deep yeah, deep yeah, it's true. It's true. It's what true. kind of moaner are you? How would you describe yourself? Just as they're answering, could you touch my plant? Moan... <laughs> Oh, I think we need a little. We've not had it for a long time. We have to do it. And once you do it, I'm going to play my uh, piccolo. Here we go. You can grip me cantaloupes, but you mustn't touch me plums. You can stroke me artichokes, but you mustn't touch me plums. I was doing an impersonation there of... You can me cantaloupe, but you mustn't touch me plums. I was doing an impersonation there of guess who? Who? Iced tea. Did you just try and... No, I'm not even going to say what you did. Iced tea. <laughs> I did exactly. I'm a really good moaner, says Ellen. Lee Darren, I'm a quiet moaner. I moan every... I'm, I'm a quiet moaner. I moan under my breath, Lee Darren. Oh, you're an under the breath. <laughs> oh. What, do you do this? Yeah. Oh, right. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yes. it's uh, Maria's mum's... Claire, mum's, Claire's 75th birthday. Oh, we should sing to you after. And Jane Bentley sulks and licks my wounds. Wait a Have you heard of the whistling moaner? Who's that? The oh. people that don't moan, but they whistle. Claire's, sorry, what is it? Claire's mum, so let me get this quickly. Claire's... Oh, the whistling it? moaner. You have a look. Okay, I'm who fine. else? I moan a lot, says... Claire, 75. Much love, Jane. Oh, I've never read your name out before. Hello, much love, Jane. Much love, Jane. You, you don't sound like a moaner. No. Yeah. Like if you have a coffee with the if you have a coffee with friend with friends, here you're at work and you go, let's go for a coffee. Oh, I'm quite like it. Do you more are you do you moan more or are you looking for the positive of your day in a coffee break? In a coffee break? No, you know what? I, I always like to encourage other people to offload. It's like, oh, what? You know, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to take my burden. I'm not I'm not the kind yeah. of person to go there and go, oh, God, I do. Oh, babe, a bit loud again. Sorry. 
it's just like sometimes I, I don't do my that. finger in my I don't ear. do that. What I do do is I go, I sort no. of like, I'll ask don't how they are. Don't on my plums because they are delicious. You better make sure you wash that off. Um, yeah, no, I, I like to invite moaning. It's like kind of what we do here, really. Yeah, Let's I do, moan. actually. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, that's how that all started, wouldn't it? Because with the pandemic, we yeah. all moaned together. Yeah. I'm a listener, says Lucy Heaney. Yes, I like to listen to other... Right, now stop. Right. Now, the reason we were a bit late to... Asaya. Who's that? A sulker. Not a sulker, No, a sire. I noticed my hubby is turning into a sire as he approaches 50. <laughs> Edward Bevington says, I am a savage. I moan about everything. I'm a sire. Savage. I'm a sire. And do you know what? It's actually really, really good for you to sigh. We talked about this, about getting up and down. Because it, it on, just, yeah. it removes stress. What noises do you make when you get up and down? Let's just do it. What do you mean? Get up. And sit down at the end of the day. <sighs> Oh, you're, it's quite a nice sound. And it's up. a nice sound. So, oh, no, up. I'm not going to keep doing it. No, 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 no. I just want to sit where... Because I go... Oh. Oh. Well, it's something to watch, isn't it? Because why? What's aching? What's creaking? What Do you, do you need to do some yoga and stretch your muscles out? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> so the reason we were late was because um, we, we were, were chatting with our girl... We weren't. I'd just like to say it. Okay, come on. We were chatting with our girls about a story we know very little about, actually. And um, it is quite... We were, like, aghast with everything they said, weren't we? Lil Tay. This is the, the story of the influencer, the 14-year-old. They call her a rapper, but she was a flexer, which apparently is this thing where... Maddie was just explaining Yeah, people will show off sort of wealth if they've got money or cars and things is like that. Wealth, guns, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And they it? were talking about it over dinner last night, and this is the story that this influencer has died at the age of 14 alongside her brother. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about her story in a minute because just as I read into it in Variety it's magazine, quite, it's just it's quite quite a story. And, and baffling, baffling, utterly baffling. Yeah, baffling. So I don't know if any of you know anything about that. About, about any, her any, you know or a little, little Tate? I mean, if, um, you, if you do have a thing, um, other know. things we're going to talk about. I really want to talk about the migrant fuck off back to France drama. Um, the, the phraseology used by the Tory, is he the deputy Tory chairman or something? Um, Lee, Anderson. Lee Anderson. And then, of course, Diane Abbott, who's now an independent MP, um, due to comments, misplaced comments about uh, anti-Semitic, anti allegedly anti-Semitic uh, comments. Um, she then sort of posted something where she was riffing or being sarcastic or trying to twist, or I would argue... Character, caricature how awful the language was he was using, but she used it how to... How about to say what it was first? He said, fuck off, back to France. Yeah. Yeah, I've said that. Oh, did you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, I said, well, yeah. When you. Lee Anderson said, you know, fuck off, back to France, about migrants, mm. she, she's then reused this phrase um, about the 42 migrants who died, sadly, um, saying, well, they've certainly fucked off somewhere else. Now... She, you know, what she was trying to say with that, she's deleted the post, um, Lee Durant. She does put her foot in it a lot. But there's something about this story that's really annoying me. And we may as well stick with it because we're on it. So Lee Anderson says, uh, you know, this, this, this to be... Lee Anderson said this. He's been very outspoken about lots of things. He was the one that said people go to food banks because they can't cook. Um, he said that nurses 
annoyance anger and frustration than him but Why? where but where Why? on lbc right-wing press once again homing in on diane abbott's unforgivable gaffe whereas it's quite forgivable for lee anderson to say that to use this kind of language which as language about migrants is some of the most loaded language you could use and i think what she was trying to do in a very i mean look she has history of being clumsy but what she, but it, I don't. I think of all the clumsy things she's done, this is the least difficult mm -hmm. to understand. She was clearly using the language not in a way to say they've literally fucked off to the bottom of the sea. She was trying to conflate the idea that using language like this actually is associated with these kind of tragedies. And mm -hmm. someone rang in earlier today and made a really important point. Would he say fuck off back to Ukraine or anywhere else to any Ukrainian migrant or asylum seeker? No, because no. that's not going to win him the election. No, but no, no, we know that. But this that. will, but, but, and it's so obvious, and it makes me so cross. But it's so, so cross. extreme. It makes me so cross. It's so obvious what they're doing, trying to get the pitchfork people out and trying, you know, the old red meat. But once and again, the right-wing press now have Diane Abbott to home in yeah, on rather than like Lee they, Anderson to home in on. Yeah. And we now have the government that's seeking to leave the European Convention of Human Rights or Court of Human Rights. I mean, you know, to be fair, lots of conservatives have themselves come out describing his words as fascistic mm. and that this, you know, this runs the risk of making middle Britain voters. And there are, we've got many here, many well-meaning, uh, brilliant, you know, middle of the road kind of liberal conservatives, if you like. Even they've said this is going to alienate people, but I don't think they care about that. I think they, they, they want to alienate. But it just, the part of this story that's really annoying me is how the press are going to home in on Diane Abbott and not on his original comments. And that's the bit that really pisses me off. Because what she said, and did you not read out the whole thing because of you didn't want to be, you know what she said? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. didn't read the whole quote yeah, because yeah. it was upsetting. But, but what, what she was trying to do was to just show equally how inflammatory that kind of language mm. can be and that it's it's not acceptable. What she no. was saying, well, we could say, you know, X, Y, Z. And, and I just can't believe that, that any person can think that, they, that these parallels aren't going to be drawn. We're not going to think, but well, look at what he's saying. Sorry, well, I don't know. Well, she's, she's trying, she's... She, it's quite Sometimes, clear what she's... It's I, quite I think clear it's really what she's trying to, to say, suggest but there's, there's lots lack of, of people don't... Are, I can't believe that many people think... I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Well, I that's my point. I, that's my point. I, I, I can't think even of say all it. the mistakes she's made, it's not really a mistake. 
What she's, she's saying always, is she's 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 throwing a spotlight very, on the awfulness of the language that when he says yeah, fuck off back to France, exactly. it's the same language. It's, it's terrible language. She's applying it to the exactly. worst example of what's happening to these people that you're telling to fuck Thank off you. back to France. Thank you. That's exactly what. And I'm the saying. reason they're sinking to the bottom of the sea, which is what she says, the reason these people are dying is because of this governmental sanctioned language. Yeah. That's why. And I think, once again, let's home in on her. I'm going to say it. Let's, let's not beat still, around the bush. I'm going to say it. They're homing in on her because she's also, she's black. That's it. This press, the press in this country is outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Doesn't help her being a woman either. And a woman. I mean, Lee Anderson has sat there saying the most unspeakable things. Unspeakable. But he, get, he gets given a, a pass. A pass yeah. by the Prime Minister. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't he have been Sorry. admonished for that by the Prime Minister? No, I mean, Rishi Sunak backs Lee Anderson. Whereas lots of, that's not all Tories, lots of Tories are, not happy are saying that. that this foul language and sentiment is the sent. Look at him. I mean, there's footage of him Wait. in his white shirt. He squared up to a Brexiteer the other day, recently apparently, and, and, and threatened to have a fight with him, saying, why are you dressed like a homeless person? But the Tories love him. They, of they love do. him. They absolutely love him. And they're using him. That's the other thing he doesn't realise. Do you think behind his back they're not going... Of course they are, absolutely. Let's push him out no, there. No, but I think get there are... All, get them all riled up. He's being... I bet he gets no bloody respect. But there are Tories. No, but there are Tories, as they say here, rightly, the independent reports, there are Conservatives who are worried that he's... You know, we're becoming the even nastier party. But unfortunately, to hold on to those voters that voted for Farage... They're going to have to become the nastier party. Yeah, look, Edward Bevington, no, not, not true, Conservatives. Literally, we don't use that language generally. I agree, absolutely agree. The vast majority of Conservatives don't. But this kind of stuff, what frustrates me is the coverage. And the coverage is now going to be distracted by Diane Abbott again. And now, it, don't get us wrong, there's many times when we've had a go at Diane Abbott because of the ridiculous oh things she says and she doesn't think enough and she puts mm. her foot in it and then she's always trying to backpedal and mm. apologise. And and a couple of people have said, said it's not just because she's back... That's not what Mark's saying. It's not just what? because she's back, but it plays a part No, 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 no I'm not saying it's just it at all. It does play a part in this. No, no. There's no two ways about it with the right-wing press. It Definitely. just strikes me as odd that they are on her faster than anyone else. Mm. It's just curious. I just find it curious. And I think white people almost aren't in a position to say that it isn't that. It just feels odd. It just feels really, really odd. And I just think it's just petrifying that we have this, this attitude, just this, this, this sanctimonious, hate-filled attitude to migration. And yet, we can pick and choose when it's absolutely fine. When it's fine, and this is no... Yes, it is fine to look after the Ukrainian, you know, asylum seekers. Of course it is. But why is the same standard not applied to other people, often of a different skin colour? Unforgivable. Often from the Middle East. It drives me mad. And on that note, I just want to raise this, because we rarely talk about this, very quickly. Very pleased to see that the American government, or some officials in the American government, described Israeli settlers as terrorists in the ways in which they were attacking Palestinians in some of the disputed territories. It's one of the very rare occasions where the American government have actually agreed and said that some settlers, people. some Jewish settlers, have used terrorist tactics. You rarely ever hear that. You rarely ever hear that. 
And why this time? I'm sorry, I haven't seen this story, so I can't respond to it. What? 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 Well, there was just a particular. It was a particular case during clashes. Uh, a 19-year-old Palestinian boy uh, died. Two men, the residents said, arrived in a white Toyota, opened fire and shot them. I mean, it was just a clear case of right. shooting a, Palesti a, a you know, Palestinian who, who had a potato, I think, that he was going to throw. I mean, you know, it, it cuts both ways. It cuts both ways. I just find the tilt sometimes, the tilt on the coverage of these things is so well, the manipulation, obvious. The absolute manipulation. It's so obvious. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry, I just, I just thought I had to get a little bit... You know, um, and quickly, I just want to mention, because you can't really ignore this, Hawaii, bloody hell, has anyone seen the footage in Hawaii? This is just it's awful. Just People absolutely. jumping into the sea to escape fire. I mean, you know, if we have any doubt, if we have any doubt that this world is hotting up, then, you know, we just need to look to this stuff. It's terrible. Sorry, okay. Um, women self-help gurus. Let's go to something that we were talking about earlier. Who are these nads? Wow. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, I don't know, really. I, I don't know, absolutely. But this is a trend that they're talking about that is, um, I think, has uh, been on YouTube for a while. But now the TikTok, there's a TikTok wave coming in. And um, millions, millions upon millions of views are taking, uh, are happening with this, as they say, new wave. Now, these women, um, and there's, a, there's quite a number of them, are being likened to and described as... Andrew Potato. ..the female version of Andrew Potato, which, first of all, worries me that. Do we always have to say... Yeah, oh, well, yeah. we've got a woman here that's just as bad. Mm. You know what I mean? That, yeah, yeah, that yeah, in yeah. itself is... Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's not new, is it? Self-help books and wellness gurus for women, except I think mine was Run With The Wolf, Women Who Run With Wolves, I remember reading. Right. Um, Andrew Potato is another name for you-know-who. It's, it's the middle syllable that we hate to say. Yeah, but so basically what it seems to be is, and there's, as I say, there's a whole group of these women and they are very much, you know, pull yourself together. Like, I've just watched a couple of videos, like, proper shouting into the video about how pathetic we all are. You know, when are we going to stop taking the shit women. from men? Yeah, some, when are we going to stop taking so, the shit? When are we going to... Um, so just know, to clarify what this is about... Attack this is... pa patriarchy, pa the patriarchy, by manipulating wealthy men. Just want to clarify, because I'm slightly... Just, just in case people aren't quite hooked into what this is. This is the idea that there, there are these sort of social media gurus. Wellness gurus. Yeah, that are promoting, like you say, is it the equivalent or is it a pushback well, against Andrew Potato? they're being described now. Is when, a lot of people get very confused by Andrew Potato. We are refusing to say his surname. But someone else is in the, in, in, in yeah. the chat, so. Um, yeah, so, so they're being described now in the press as the female version. Mm. Um, the videos I've watched, they're angry and they're like, and they are, um, you know, promoting the idea that it's time to take the power back. One of them's had 20 billion views. What, one of their films? Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and they're also... Thing is with this, as as we know, our young 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 people will scroll for hours and hours and hours on TikTok. And yeah. you come across something like this as a more as a more mature 
woman. Yeah. And you're going to pick and choose from it and you're going to be able to do that. But I think at a time when so many young women... Actually, we were talking about you, Zoe, this morning, if Zoe's here. So many young women are, when you talk to them, are just so disillusioned in so many ways mm. with men, with the dating game, with the poor toxicity of pornography bleeding into, it seems, every sort of mm. situation that they are with men, whether it's dating, whether it's travelling on the bus, on the tube. I mean, God, the stories that you hear, it's just mind-blowing. Mm. And I think what these women are doing is tapping into that. Mm. And I think where it can be dangerous, you could take some of it with a pinch of salt and have a bit of... I mean, I think there's some extremely toxic videos and views from them. Right. But, I, but what I've seen is more like... So this is the of idea of almost like taking, turning patriarch on its head and, and, and exploiting mm. it and rinsing and things it all like, Eventually, you're going to stop looking for love. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that kind of vibe. You'll get to a place where you can feel happier because you will stop believing that there aren't any good men out there and that you're going to find love and you're going to get the roses around the cottage. And the sooner that you do that, the better. So is this almost the, the vibe. But is it almost the last bastion of sort of giving up? This is for women who've given up on, on their hope that, of a fair world. Well, and... I well, I think it's for women that haven't fully yet and need to. So they're pushing, that's their attitude. Right. You need to push through. You need yeah. to just start seeing for men for what they what they are, which is, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them talk about looking for a wealthy man. Right. And um, do you remember a few months ago when we were talking yes. about the new craze for yeah. um, young women becoming girlfriends, yeah, yeah. house, what were the housewives, yes. yeah. but not that, it's not yeah. that vibe. It's not, you find somebody so wealthy mm. that everything you need doing is paid for by somebody else. And right. at the same time, you're sort of, you're getting back. We're getting back. We're taking the power back. Right. And as I say, it's just more the younger brain that I worry about with that because mm. they haven't got the experience. And actually, this is what the, the psychologist was saying here who specialises in social media influence. And she said, with the young mind, without that experience to take and leave these bits, rather like, you would say, the toxic other, the male toxic influencers we've spoken about, it can be, it can be, you know, a thing, a real cause for concern. Because what you've also got to remember is when a young person is hearing, God, all men are toxic and all men are a nightmare and you have to give up on love and you have to find this way, that's a terrible place to be for a young person mm. and a paranoid place to be. Mm. Because we try and say this all the time, don't we, with our daughters when they go, oh, God, all men. I say all the time, it is not all men. Mm. There are, there are, you know, millions of amazing men. It's just the promotion of this idea is everywhere. You know, that mm. all men are toxic and all men are awful and you have to... Um, and, of course, potato head or everything that's gone out. You would, they would have you believe that all men think like that. In, so, in a way, what I worry about with this sort of, this, this sort of craze mm. is that women are coming in and they all say we're nothing like potato head. We don't agree mm. with anything. <clears throat> but they're kind of supporting that belief. Well, it isn't the danger with this or the worry with this from a sort of, uh, from an older generation's perspective looking down on them is that this, this, this provides the illusion, if you like, for young women of gaining some kind of equality, gaining some kind of status, taking control of the narrative, when in fact yeah. it's actually a sort of angry version of relinquishing responsibility and yeah. actually accepting what the status quo exactly. is. Exactly. Well, it's the bitterness. It's like, you know, it, 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 I, I want our 
daughters to grow up without bitterness. And it is a very, very difficult line to tread as a parent or as an auntie or as an uncle or whatever, if you're around young people, of warning them of the dangers, mm. explaining to them about the red flags and the yeah. green flags and all that, but also... <clears throat> and sometimes when you go too crazy about your because you're very frustrated about men and what, mm. what they might experience out there, I, I my worry is always bringing it back to also it's not not everyone is like that. Yeah, the, the difficult and balance is, is both is equipping them with an awareness of what it, of, of how bad it can be mm. without telling them that this is all it that is. There's no hope, which yeah. is what these wellness gurus are putting out. There is no hope. You will get to a point where you understand there is no love. I think they do, I think they disqualify themselves quite quickly when one of them I've noticed is a self-declared sociopath because as soon mm. as you I mean self-diagnosed a diagnosed sociopath and that's not to say that you know you could argue well that's really quite rehabilitative isn't it to say I'm a sociopath and I'm and this is this is a fact of me but my worry is is that as soon as you read that I rightly or wrongly immediately go okay so you're a diagnosed sociopath mm, I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna struggle and tr have trouble with most of what you're about to say then because, no, but, but what because she says is because I am I'm able to see what these men are doing and how they're so manipulating she cuts you. through the shit yeah. oh. because I'm not looking for love and I'm not looking for mm. Interesting. I mean, you know, what what is going? I think we just so often, as when we feel so fucking powerless, don't we? Mm. Sometimes we're just like, <clears throat> and I was thinking of our regular moaners here, the younger ones that are in this hellish dating game, and it's mm. one day after another that just turns out to be so bloody miserable mm. and depressing. And well, there was they one... have caught on to this vulnerability that's out there. And there was the one moment. chat, there was one paragraph, there's a piece in The Guardian by the journalist saying she can kind of understand why there's an appeal. Because she said when she was, <coughs> she was feeling particularly down, hard up, hard day at work, had no, no extra money to go for a meal, struggling with swiping right on the dating app. Yeah. She said a part of her suddenly yeah. went, oh, would it be quite this nice to just have a bloke wander in who's all right, who kind of pays for everything. This was the this journalist was the that said that. That's what I mean. So uh, it's just the ongoing mm. troubling dialogue that we have to all have with, you know, well, young people, not just, mm. just women, of, of trying to keep that balance and mm. being aware that TikTok scrolls forever. So if your young person gets to see one of the... TikTok will feed them that. Well, till the end of time. Well, and on that note, we're going to go on to something <coughs> fed purely by TikTok. Uh, Faith Goodman, as a mum so to boys, as a mum to boys, so, so difficult. Uh, hopefully, we, we hopefully bring them up to be respectful and polite to everybody. Not all girls are respectful or polite to our boys. Absolutely right. Absolutely, I mean, of course it cuts absolutely. Both ways. You, it, the conversation is with both. Like I hope all mothers and mm. fathers of sons are having the conversations mm. with about potato. It's very, very important. Yeah. In the same way that it is for parents of daughters to have the conversation with cool, you know, and, and these cool self-style gurus who are going to batter your children into thinking as the same way as them. It's, it's dangerous. And it doesn't take a lot of work, really, to work out who we're <coughs> referring to when we say potato head. Um, so, mm -hmm. But just keep referring to them as potato head. It sort of takes some of the power out of, it, out of him, I think. Um, going back to TikTok and how people can be persuaded to feel things, think things, behave in certain ways, do things, courtesy of social media trends and all that kind of stuff. Someone, I can't remember who, I think it was Amy May, said, do we need these influencers? How many more influencers do we need telling people what to do and all this kind of stuff? <coughs> Chaos. I saw this... this uh, I got an alert yesterday on X, formerly Twitter, um, with chaos breaking out in Oxford Street with uh, youths 
I think about 12 different um, groups of police were called into Oxford Street as um, a TikTok trend, basically encouraging youngsters to wear balaclavas and uh, basically loot from JD Sports, went crazy. There were loads of arrests, there were loads of fights. Suella Bravman has apparently this morning said she calls for the perpetrators of the Oxford Street chaos to be hunted down. Oh, God, that language. that language. Hunted oh, down. Well, again, because we've got to look like we're doing something. It's easy hunted to say, down. Well, how down. are you going to do that, Suella Bravman? How are you going to do that without yeah. police force in, in an absolute yeah. fucking state? Yeah. Look at the Met. Yeah. I mean, really. So what? So what? When you make a statement like that, what's what next? Hunted down. What's the next yeah. bit that you're going to do and say yeah. Yeah. and put into action? Yeah, it's words. It's just words. <laughs> words don't come easily. Anyway, so that that, that was yesterday. Um, and so Lil, Lil Tay. Let's talk about Lil Tay. This is a this influencer. Again, I asked earlier if any of you had heard of her. Look at that. Um, I had to call police this morning because two boys were walking in ski masks with sticks in Cheltenham Street. No joke. This morning, Edward Beckington, you're joking. Mm. Bloody hell. Um, oh, just awful. But um, but it's happening a lot. Just quickly on that Oxford Circus thing. Oxford Street, Oxford Circus is often a hotbed of all sorts of weird violence. I mean, I know a lot of people, it used to be part of the tourist trap. I avoid, avoid Oxford Street like the plague, I would recommend. It's, it's a thoroughly unattractive place. Um, so, this is the influencer Lil Tay, who's died, according to uh, their family, uh, unexpectedly, according to a statement shared on her social media accounts. Uh, Lil Tay, whose real name was Claire Haight Hope, rose to fame on Instagram and YouTube in 2017 when they were just nine. Her viral fame centred around videos of her rapping, uh, flexing. She was the youngest flexer well, of the she century. She said that herself, yeah, yeah, she? yeah, yeah, which is you know, showing off money and fast cars and what have you. Um, and this is the news that she she disappeared from social media about, uh, the girls were saying, in about 2018. So she must be nine at the time when she disappeared. And there have been all sorts of kind of but swirling But before that, stories. she had been very, very present. Yeah. So she just very suddenly, suddenly stopped. And at the time, people were really concerned, Confused. weren't they? Because yeah. Because when, when she first came out, everybody thought it was really funny and they were really enjoying it and that's mm. how she grew very quickly. But then the questions started to come as to, well, who is she doing this and where is she doing this? Yeah, and and who's, who's giving who's her all this money? Yeah, and exactly. how come she's jumping around on these really expensive mm. cars? And then... And Apparently then, in 2018, she was reported to be nine at the time. She addressed speculation about who was sort of pressuring her or putting her in this position <clears> on Good Morning America, where she denied that her family was forcing her into online fame. But then the girls were saying there was some story about her mother being a real estate. Uh, then it came out that her mother... Now, we don't know these, I don't. We don't know what's true or not, mm. but this was the stories going round that her mother was a real estate agent and she was taking her to where these houses were and letting her jump all over these cars mm. that weren't their cars. Mm. So it, it just seems to... It, it, and then there was a massive custody battle and there were loads of suggestions that there was sort of bad behaviour by her father. Um, and, and her brother. And her brother. And her last post uh, pivoted around or was about the rapper, I don't you remember the rapper who died at XXX Tentacion. Um, and that was, that was her last post. But yeah, this, so this is... This... And so at the time, the girls were saying the rumour was that why she was so dedicated to XXX Tentacion that that, that that was something to do Connected. with her disappearance mm. and... People had thought that something had happened, that she'd hurt herself or, or, or whatever, mm. but, but there's just been totally silence. And then there was this um, 
statement yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. That she, she, uh, that's on her social media, saying it's with a heavy heart that we share the devastating news of our beloved Claire's sudden and tragic passing. We have no words to express the unbearable loss and indescribable pain. This outcome was entirely unexpected, and that's the bit I don't understand, and has left us all in shock. Her brother's passing adds an even more unimaginable depth to our grief. During this time of immense sorrow, we ask for privacy as we grieve this overwhelming loss as the circumstances surrounding Claire and her brother's passing are still under investigation. <coughs> Doesn't but sound good. Then the police um, released something today saying we have, no, we have no knowledge of this, this death. It's, it's, it's just the most bizarre story, but right in the middle of it is this little girl and you just think, what on earth? Has got a very weird statement, isn't it? Yes. Good trip, Lollipop. Kids who act like adults will get treated like adults. Who knows what's happened to them? Um, very Christos, strange, but I do uh, think this story is going to go yeah, on and Christos, on. Christos, a mystery surrounds Lil Tay's death. His father cannot confirm or deny whether the 14-year-old social media star is dead. What the fuck? Yeah, what? 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 It's so, is it totally so confirmed? Does anyone know if the brother is? Well, this is this is based upon a statement on her on their social media. So, so is it true? Good question, Kirsty Carl Catchpole. Is it true? Mm. Um, finally, just a couple of story. Well, just one little follow up. Do you remember Cardi B being potentially charged with throwing a microphone at someone mm. through a drink at her? The microphone is has been sold for a hundred thousand dollars on eBay. Oh, you're joking! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so there you go. That's so sick. Whoever threw the, whoever picked picked up the microphone. I suppose it's just made a killing. Billy, isn't it? Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we've got a happy birthday for Claire, who's yeah. seventy five. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Claire. Happy birthday to you. And Claire was someone's mum, and I've forgotten whose mum it was, but yeah, happy birthday, seventy five. Nan's going to be, Pat's going to be 75 this year. Um, and did you have one that you wanted to, no? That's no, not one, no? no. Okay. All right, guys. Well, lots of love. Something... Very weird story. I Very know, weird Julie, story. But I mean, I think it's going to be in the press over the next few days mm. for sure, because mm. it, it just raises more questions. It really it? does. Anyway, guys, have a lovely day. Enjoy, well, enjoy the heat if it's as hot where you are, as hot as it is here.